Welcome everybody to episode three of the Lounge Podcast. Mosker here with Isaiah. We got Andrew in the background. If you're watching this on YouTube or TikTok, you see a TikTok clip and you're wondering why it's only episode three up that has a visual is because episode one and two had visual issues. So therefore, we're only able to put episode three. So by episode one and two, you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Podbean. Without further ado, we're going to get into episode three. Hope you guys like the quality of the camera. If you guys have any tips or anything like that, any feedback, don't hesitate to throw in a comment there and let us know what you guys want to see different or, you know, just some just some feedback in general. But we're going to start it off with a little recap of UC 291. That was last Saturday. We got the Gaethje and Poirier 2 fight. Boy from AZ to hit him with that fucking head kick. That was a kick. crazy ass fight, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That shit, that head kick was fucking nasty. There were some talks about the head kick being illegal because it wrapped around the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Obviously, back of the head blows are illegal. Yeah. But I mean, that's just part of the sport. That shit just happens. I mean, regardless if it was illegal or not, that shit was still fresh as fuck. To Which see. is crazy because you don't never see Gagey throw a head kick. He always is gonna fucking beat your legs down. Bro, just fucking one hitter, quitter, did a backflip on top of the cage. I mean, I thought I was going for Poirier, but obviously he still got love for Gaethje because he's from Safford, Arizona. So he yeah. put on for AZ. Gotta show love. So obviously he's next up to fight for the belt unless they hoe him for some stupid shit. But obviously he's next up um, for the belt. We got Makachev versus Oliveira 2 coming up in a couple of months. That'll be a good fight for sure. Maybe he gets the rematch for Oliveira. Maybe he gets to show that he could finally be champion. But I feel like if he loses, I think he retires just because he's already tried to fight for the belt three times. And if you come up short again, I mean, he's on the older side as well. How old Might is he? have to quit it. He's in his 30s. Oh, okay. Like, and I mean, him and Poirier are in his 30s too. So I feel like Poirier still got some crack in him left. I see both of them still kind of competing, but I definitely think that Por- uh, Gaethje will retire if... He doesn't get it done. Who are all the new faces of the UFC right now? The big one right now, he hasn't fought recently. I think he only fought once this year is Patty Pimblett. Yeah, I've seen him fight. Got the bull cut and everything like that. He's goofy, but he's he's a cool fighter. Yeah, he's a good fighter, but he just has a lot of hype around him. A lot of people don't believe the hype. But you got Gamera, you got Rafael Fiziv. Michael Chandler, obviously he's older, but he's kind of newer to the UFC compared to everybody else. Uh, Dariu, she just lost to uh, Oliveira, but yeah. he's still kind of in the mix. And Makachev, I mean, he's still, I'd say, in his prime, so I feel like he's still got some years left to compete. And I'm, that's all I really know about people that are kind of coming up on 155 on the top of my head. Do you think the UFC is in good hands with those youngins? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously, I think the most exciting division is 135. Sean O'Malley is going to be fighting soon. Yeah, for the bell against Sterling. But to kind of keep on uh, recapping 291, the big controversy of the Pereira, that wasn't too big of a controversy, but Pereira versus Jan. Uh, it was kind of tough because we went out to watch the fight. They had boxing and the UC fight going on, so it was kind of hard to like keep track of both fights. And a lot of people thought that Jan got robbed because of the ground control and the wrestling, but he did get outstriped. And after rewatching the fight, it's not a close fight. You really can't call it a robbery, so... Shout out to Pereira. He's going to fight Yuri for the belt. And if he wins, they're probably going to set up Izzy and him for the third time in a different weight class. The trilogy. The trilogy. Kind of see who ends it. Which is, um, I don't know if you really consider like a 
an official trilogy because it is in a different weight class. Yeah. It does suit Pereira better because that dude looks fucking swole. He looks jacked at 205. Bro, he's big as fuck, isn't he? Yeah, he's big as fuck, dude. And he, I don't know, him at 205 is dangerous. And he beat someone that out-wrestled Izzy, so kind of puts him at a bigger advantage, Yeah, I think. And then, obviously, the biggest biggest hype of the night was Derek Lewis landing that crazy-ass <laughs> YAB. He said, I just threw that shit. He said, I, he said fuck, no, I wasn't planning on throwing that bitch. But imagine 260 jumping at you like that. Bro, I'm dead. I'm that's, not going to lie. That's I'm dead. fucking scary. The dude has said in an interview that he has trouble eating and he kind of like really close his mouth. Because of that Because hit. of that fucking hit. What? That's fucking insane, bro. 260 and having abs. Like, that dude's a fucking... He a beast. He's a fucking monster. And he says his balls are high, so he's just trying to get out that bitch quick. <laughs> And um, another big night that we just kind of touched up on was the Earl Spencer versus Bud Crawford. Mm-hmm. Outclassed. That's all it was, bro. Just was outclassed. One-sided fight. I mean, you we kind of touched up on it before where we Earl Spence just didn't, even in the walkout, he kind of like seemed out of it. Like yeah. he wasn't... He wasn't all there. Like, I don't know. A lot of people were saying like, oh, he was just high or some shit, which is kind of like, well, I don't know mean? the the Baxter into like, his preparation before he walked out, but there was no energy like in his uh No. Not at all. I mean you had Bud Crawford with Eminem walking out like he was feeling the music, he was feeling the crowd while mm-hmm. Earl Spence was just kinda like just like coasting it, you know what I mean? It's like he he went in like knowing he was gonna lose. That's kinda Yeah, he didn't like. really seem confident. He saw Bud just kinda like just the energy was different. It was off, yeah. Maybe you could say Earl Spencer was just trying to stay composed and was just like I don't know. It was kind of tough to see, but you could kind of just tell when he was walking out that it just wasn't all there. And obviously, I thought Earl Spence was at the advantage because it's in his weight class. Mm. Crawford is the one that had to gain weight. He is the one that had to put on muscle a little bit. And I thought I personally had Earl Spencer winning because I thought it was going to be the the power that was going to make the difference. Didn't seem like that at all. Like Crawford was just count. Like his timing was just the the biggest thing. He was just counter counter punching just barely getting out of the way of the, the overhand left and right away when he knocked him down in round two you kind of tell like oh shit like like this is a fight like this is going to be good and i was thinking like oh maybe spencer just got to touch him up once like just one left and that could put him make the fight a little bit more closer balanced. more yeah. more competitive but as the fights go on you're just kind of like what the fuck is going on like he was getting his shit ran. That's basically all it was. Work. Like, just straight work. And he, Crawford just, I think, just put on probably one of the perfect performances you could see. A lot of people were comparing him to, like, Floyd. Just because, like, how composed on the show he was. And his stance was kind of like, I forgot exactly what it's called. But it's like a Philly type of defensive stand when you see, like, Canelo, uh, Floyd when he had, like, one hand here. And then, like, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. So, Crawford had the same, the same defense approach. And it fucking paid off dividends. And... He was so confident just winning the fight. He was just so good. He was talking shit mid-fight. Was he? I, I didn't he, even peep that. He was talking shit mid-fight to uh, one of the Charlo twin brothers, uh, Jermel. Oh, okay, okay. And um, he's the one that has a fight with Canelo, so he's just talking shit. He's like, you can't fuck with me. Like, And he's at a different weight class. He's at 154, so he has to go up to fight him. Mm-hmm. But he was just talking shit. Like, the, While he knocked down Spencer, he was just like, you can't fuck with me. Like, Just talking shit, going back and forth, back and forth. And then he gets out the round ends. I'm just like, bro, like, 
you're over fighting somebody and you're over talking shit yeah, to somebody crazy. else. That's crazy. That's fucking confidence at a that's different bold level. Bold as fuck. Bold as fuck. And I, that's when I was like, damn, Crawford is that fucking dog. He's him. Another cool story about Crawford. I don't know exactly where he was at, but this one was kind of like still coming up. He drove himself to the hospital while he had a bullet in his head. What? Yeah. Fucking insane, bro. Where was he shot? Like In the head? No, no, but like where in the head? Uh, I don't know exactly where, but he just drove himself to the hospital. That's crazy. And made it out. Was fucking beat. not pound for pound fighter, bro. And obviously you got Spencer's uh, story as well. Getting uh, Surviving that uh, fucking devastating car crash. Yeah, that's right. And um, did you want to touch up on that? The issues or the things you were reading? Yeah, I've seen on social media people were saying that he was uh, like kind of held back because of that car accident. Like he uh, couldn't put his full power into his punches, whatever the whatever the fuck it was. There were a lot of they were saying it was even neurological issues going on. Which that's what a lot of people were saying. Like oh, like trying to make an excuse for him. Yeah. Obviously, when you took the fight, it was like better man won. You know what I mean? Like exactly. just running back in the future. I don't know if they'll do it. Maybe they'll set up a Crawford versus Charlo fight or people want to see uh, Crawford versus Davis since they're in the uh, similar weight class. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he survived the car crash. Maybe it did affect him, but a bullet in your head, bro, like doesn't that, wouldn't that cause some neurological issue? As, you, think, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't mean, I just thought he showed up. Spencer didn't. At One hell of day. a fight though. A lot of people didn't even like, oh, like, which is you rarely see like top five pound for pound fighters going at it. I think at the time uh, Spencer was one or Crawford was two or it might have been the other way around. But you see high level boxers going at it, bro. I wish it would have been a little bit more competitive and not so one sided. It was still a lot of action. Still very fun to see. It was. And I hopefully maybe they do run it back. Hopefully they do. Maybe at 154 because Spencer's kind of like. Want to gain weight, but then he means Crawford has to jump another weight class. Yeah. So if they're gonna rematch, I say you do it at 147, and just see maybe he could kind of come out better, or at least more of a competitive fight this time. A lot of people still think that Crawford will win, but that's gonna be crazy. Um, and would you, about the Charlo twin talking shit? Yeah. Would you say you had seen? Uh, Jamel, that's, yeah, Jamel, yeah, he was uh, posting on social media how everybody was tagging him that uh, he was the one that got slapped when really it was his brother, right? Yeah, by Caleb Platt. Yeah. Bro got, you saw the, uh, I showed you the video, the dude got fucking... Bro, it was a mean ass He wasn't like a, like a little ass, like fucking... Nah, like, he was ready to fucking fight right there. Yeah, he like slapped, fucking turned his whole head, bitch slapped, and there was a whole security thing which happened at the weigh-ins. I don't know, I was trying to read further into it, but I didn't find a reason for it. I'm assuming they got into like an altercation or like an argument or something. Yeah, been. But this is like Caleb Plant's like third time trying to fucking slap somebody. He tried to slap Canelo and then got hit back. But He's then this just time, ready he, for action, bro. Bro's bro ready. He fucking put a whole fucking handprint on his face. Like that shit was Damn, funny. Damn, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Well, I mean, it was just full fucking contact. Like yeah. the way his head just snapped. I was like, God damn. Like I thought I was going to be like a little ass like slap. But when I seen the video, I was like, holy shit. Like. No, he really slapped the shit out of him. Disrespectfully, bro. So I hope they fight. Obviously, there's going to be a big, like, press conference. People are going to be talking shit to each other. <laughs> you already know. Um, wow, what the fuck? We got a life all here. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was crazy. All right, we're back, guys. We had a life fall. And we had a little, we had to fix the issue really quick. 
But we had left up on was a uh, Jamal getting bitch slapped by Caleb Plant. Yep. And um, he was involved in another video that had surfaced the internet, which didn't make his image look even better. What'd you think about it? The one, wait, touch on it again. Uh, uh, we, uh, there was a video that had surfaced, um, I think it was a day after the win. No, I actually think it was the night of. Um, he was trying to get, so obviously you're a celebrity, you got like ringside tickets and shit. So he's trying to get, he's on the lower level, he's trying to get past and security's just trying to check. Security's just doing their job, bro. It's an older lady and this older gentleman just trying to check people, trying to come in through. Obviously not, they just don't fucking let anybody in. Like, you know what I mean? They're just doing their job. Yeah. But I think he just felt some type of way, like, oh, like, do you not know who the fuck I am? Felt disrespected. Kind of like shoved the lady out the way. Yeah, bro. You can't be doing that. Like, especially if it's a, like an elderly woman, man, like... Bro, you got to show some type of respect. And not everyone's going to know who you are, bro. Right. Like, at the end of the day, they probably just sign up to, like... They probably work security, but they probably do all kinds of events. You know what bro, I'm saying? It's like, like a part-time job you get called into to do, like, a 8-hour shift, 10-hour shift. You know what I mean? Like, like they, they're just doing their job, bro. They're not going to be like, oh, this dude's going to walk through. Just let him in. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And he was bringing... It's not like it was just him. He was bringing a crowd. So, like, they got to, like, make sure everybody's accounted for, everybody's good. Like... Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, there was a lot of, like... Like, his image just didn't look good that day. Like, he got slapped. He was being rude and disrespectful. Like, that's what kind of shit we're just kind of like, ah, fuck. Like, dude, like, like you are like you know Looks what I'm like saying? like a fool, bro. Right. It was just mad disrespectful. And that's why Jermaine was kind of getting mad about him always getting tagged in these, <laughs> like, posts. And, well, oh, he got slapped. Like, what are you going to let that shit happen? Why are you being mean to security? And he was kind of like, bro, that's not even me. Yeah. Because he has a fight coming up against Canelo. Obviously, you know, Viva Mexico, you already know. Uh, got Canelo winning, obviously. Everybody's talking about, oh, now Canelo's going to fight Khan, whatever. Like, all, all these fight, all these, they always talk shit about Canelo having, like, easy fights. Every boxer, bro, has, like, the tune-up fights. Yeah. It's not just him, you know what I mean? So that's why I don't understand. Obviously, he's just going to get hate because he's more popular, more famous. That's all it is. Which I get, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But... Trying to stand respect up. on his name at the same time. Right, bro. He's like one of the best ever. You know what I mean? He's probably arguably the face of boxing. Yeah. I you know so. what I'm saying? He's very fucking active too. He's always fighting at least twice a year. So it's like, I'll like, put some respect on his name. You know what I mean? He just yeah. came off a loss, but he's trying to fight him again. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Rude motherfuckers out here. And to stay on boxing, we just got word from our little inside source. Jake Paul beats Nate Diaz, which was, like, meant to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. At the end of the day, though, nobody wants to see Jake Paul, like, fight. You know what I mean? I had respect him when he fought Tommy Fury. Like, oh, he's a legit, like, he's a uh, a boxer, like, a for real boxer. His brother is Tyson Fury, so obviously he comes from a boxing family. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, oh, like, even though he lost, I was like, oh, he's going to stay in that competition, like, fight actual boxers and go like actually try to compete for something build a better reputation right i was like oh, he's fighting, training. yeah i was like oh he's actually taking this shit serious like cool like he's gonna actually gonna fight someone then he announced the nate diaz fight and i was like what the fuck which i had forgot was happening until i saw an instagram post this week and i was like oh shit that's this saturday yeah which like, i don't know how good the pay-per-view uh numbers did i'm about to look at it afterwards but nate diaz is almost 40 years old like he's not a really your striker or your boxer He's a he's a jujitsu guy. Yeah. So obviously the advantages are just not there, but just because he's Nate Diaz, people are gonna be like, "Oh, he might put up a fight." 
I mean, I'm not going to lie, like, the marketing and, like, putting his name out there, like, Jake Paul, he is amazing at all that stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. He, like, makes people watch his shit, especially you- his fights. And I got to give him credit for that at the end of the day, but you got to fight some real, like, boxers, bro. Right. If you're going to call yourself a boxer, bro, you got to fight boxers, not fight, like, Ben Askren and fucking Tyron with all these MMA fighters, bro, like, lo- like youtubers and shit like that like yeah. he's like uh ksi is gonna fight uh tommy fury now and if ksi wins i guess he has the right to like talk his shit but if he loses i'm just like well yeah bro like he's an actual boxer you know what i'm saying like they just i don't know why he's even entertaining this shit exactly i was gonna say that which i don't understand obviously he got paid for it like you got a bag to fight <laughs> and jay paul had offered nate after to uh after the uh, after the fight that to find the PFL for ten million. Oh yeah. Like, bro, I understand you just won in boxing, but like, you're really gonna try to like, like wrestle with this dude and like really trying to. It's not just boxing, bro. You just kicks. Like, there's fucking bows. There's. We'll see what happens though. He's a black belt, bro. He's like, you you don't train jujitsu. You're just not gonna go in there as a white belt. And be like, oh, I'm gonna choke him out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? There's you, levels to this shit. Like, you sound like Bradley Martin, bro. Like, <laughs> on some stupid shit, and. I'll, I'll touch on what Bradley has said right now, but I was really the only reason why I wanted Nate Diaz to win is just so he could fight Connor again for the third time. Which the UFC wise, that would be fucking one of the biggest fights to make. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of older now. Yeah, it's already kind of like past overdue, but it's still a big fucking fight. Two big names, like why not? Everybody would still love to see that, bro. Even Every, though they're getting older, everybody would love to see those people. Every, yeah, everybody's gonna pay for that fucking fight. Yeah. The high majority of like fighting fans are gonna pay for that fight, which it just makes sense to do. Should have done it right after the second one. I think right after the second one, he had went to go go fight Floyd, so he went to go chase the bag. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much he got paid for this fight. But I mean, why not take the ten million? If the ten million is legitimate, why not take the ten million and beat him? But if you lose, I think you kind of lose like all credibility. Maybe. Yeah, you would for sure. I don't want to be like, oh, he's old. Like, nah, that's an excuse. Like, bro, like, how the fuck you let this shit happen? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that shit makes no sense. But I just generally want to see fucking Connor fight again. Which I don't know. I think he failed like the uh oh no, he didn't join the the USADA pool test in time. Like he missed the deadline, so he can't that's why he can't fight because he didn't put his drug test in time. Oh, okay. Which kinda I mean, I'm thinking like, oh, he's like, fuck, I'm not clean, like I'm not gonna do it. That's what I'm thinking, cause bro sometimes looks like too jacked. Yeah. And I'm bro. just like, uh oh, this motherfucker on something. How long ago was that uh Instagram picture that got posted where he just looked fucking huge? I think it was this year, actually. So yeah. it was pretty soon. So that's why everybody was like, oh, shit, he's on something. It seemed that way, bro. He got huge. Because I think he was like 170 looking like that or some shit like that. I was like, God mm-hmm. damn, this dude's looking a fucking unit. What does he fight at? He was at 145 beginning and then 155 and then 170. He did fight uh, twice. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, he can fight at 170. But I was just kind of like, God damn, like this dude looks big as fuck. So that's why everybody was kind of like, oh, that's why he didn't join the test. Because obviously he was going to fail for it. <laughs> Like, why do it? Why get suspended if you're not going to do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and to kind of go back what Bradley said, like, about, like, fight, trying to, like, say you could beat these, like, high-level MMA fighters. Boxers, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, in these street fights, because I'm 260. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. You, you don't got that experience, you know what I'm saying? So he called out, oh, no, he didn't call out, but on his podcast with Brandon Schaub, was a ex, he's an ex-UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. He 
he's saying like even these like young like these lighter guys like fight at like 125 these like high level fighters he'd still whoop your ass yeah and he was like nah bro like i could just slam him he's like no bro like you can't touch him and the uh they didn't agree to a fight but there's a ex-UFC champ that goes by the name of Demetrius Johnson, mm-hmm. who was like a champion for a long fucking time at 125 in the UFC. And he agreed to uh, roll with him, like in a jiu-jitsu match, whatever. I think I'd seen that, yeah. And he's still confident that he can beat him, bro. I'm just like, and even Joe Rogan touched up on it, like he's not going to be able to touch him. Like he's going to get choked out, he's going to get tired, like he's not going to be able to slam him. Like there's levels to that. And... Which I don't really understand. Maybe it's just a confidence thing. Maybe it's just reviews and clicks. Maybe it's just kind of trolling at this point. But no, he said that he could confidently beat Devin Haney in a street fight. He said that Nate Diaz, he was uh, fucking around. But he, I think he actually thinks he could beat Demetrius Johnson just because he fought at 125. But he probably walks around like at 145, 150. You know what I mean? That's not, he's not going to cut weight to just fucking fight Bradley yeah, Martin. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it makes no sense. So he's probably 150. And I don't know. Maybe these people are just trying to get like I don't know hurt bro. or some shit. <laughs> They're trying to get touched up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, but Demetrius Johnson, because I think I don't know if he's still fighting, um, in this other MMA organization. I forgot. I can't forget the name of it at the top of my head. But uh, I think he won't fight just because I don't know. I don't know why he would win fight, but he just said he agreed to like an MMA match. I thought they were gonna agree to like a spar or some shit. At least. But um, I think a jiu-jitsu match is just fine for now. Unless Bradley starts talking some shit. Then they might upgrade. I mean, you know him. He's, he's super confident. A little too A confident. little bit too yeah. confident. I think he's just a troll at this point, though. I mean, he sees Jake Paul getting his money. I mean, he said, fuck it, why not, right? Right. And he was talking shit about Jake Paul. He's like, I want to see him lose. Then yeah. Jake Paul called him out on some stupid shit. I forgot. Then he... Jay Paul had uh, told this uh, MMA fighter, Mike Perry, he's like, I'll offer you a million dollars to get in a fight with this dude. And then Mike Perry had uh, replied to it uh, on Twitter. He was like, let's fucking do it. And then Bradley, I don't think Bradley had replied to it. So he's like, oh, shit. Like, nah. He's serious now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. Like, I was just playing. And um, I don't know. I think that would be kind of cool to see. I'll probably watch it just to kind of. Just to see what happens. Just to see what happens yeah. kind of shit. But I think the next thing for Jake Paul, I think he'll probably try to rematch Fury, or at least fight a boxer, bro. You know what I mean? Like, who you're gonna you fight have to, all these old heads again? Like when he had fought Anderson Silva, I was just kind of like, why? You know what I'm saying? He's calling himself a boxer. He's calling himself like he's gonna be a champion. Champion of what? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like 185. He thinks he's gonna be the champion at that weight class. I'm just like, bro, like, goddamn, like, fighting who? Yeah, you got yourself like a big platform or you're getting yourself like a bag just because of the name. But like, I think now it's like more uh, important than ever that he needs to start like building a better reputation for the people he's fighting. Right. Because I understand like, oh, I beat a big name in Nate Diaz. But I was like, bro, like, he's old as fuck. Like, I don't think it does anything for you to. You had to put like it makes your record one one more. Yeah. But it's not gonna fucking do anything like really like he's just stat padding at this point. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think he just wants to get paid, like make easy money at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Which I get, but like I don't know. I don't really see the point of if you wanna be a champion, like how you say you wanna be a champion, like why are you gonna continue to fight these fucking 
these old ass dudes that are not boxers. Yeah, they're fighters. Take the easy road. But it's two different fucking striking. Boxing is yeah. way different to fucking MMA. Um, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. I don't like the. I think it's bad for boxing. Yeah, which that's what everybody says. But people, I don't know, still don't like why people watch this shit. With just like the celebrity boxing matches, like bro, people are gonna get fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. They're legitimately gonna get hurt, and they're just kind of like, for what? I don't know. I don't understand it. Well, I think who had started it was KSI and Logan Paul. I think so. Yeah. Was that the reason why this whole shit started? Yeah. Ever since then, it just popped off. Like I'll see, like on Instagram, I'll see like the zone pop out, like oh, a fight's happening this week. I was like, oh, who's fighting? And it's like fucking YouTubers. I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? Like why? Like like now everybody's doing this shit. It's like I'm not gonna watch it, but it gets posted everywhere. It's like who the bro, fuck is watching this? Bro, they be this? milking the fucking yeah. post heavy. I'm just like Jesus. I think I had at one point when it was a uh, Logan Paul fighting KSI for the second time. That shit was all over, bro. And I had to like mute the cha- like the the yeah. fucking uh, the page because I the zone like I still follow program. People are gonna be like, well, why don't you just follow it? Because there's still big fighters. I fight on that. On that fucking promotion, so obviously mm-hmm. I'm still gonna want to watch this fight, but I'm just like, bro, I'm kind of getting tired of like this YouTube shit. Yeah, bro, like, they're, they're, I don't know, I don't fucking like it. I think that shit's annoying, personally. And I, that's all I got about like at least the the fighting, the fight game. And I think I'm just gonna wait for this. Honestly, I'm just looking forward to Charles Oliveira. That's my guy. If he wins, and if y'all send me with platinum hair, I don't give a fuck if y'all call that dick riding because that's my dude. I love his story, bro. Yeah, you my favorite with fighter. Him heavy. I, but that's my favorite fighter, dog. Just the just the fight, just the the story, the inspiration and shit. But to touch up on another organization, another sport. Um, I guess the biggest thing that's happening right now in the NFL is the Jonathan Taylor situation. Oh yeah, it's uh he demanded a trade, right? Something and like that. And they got denied. Yeah, his uh the, the owner said, yeah, we're not trading on. And then, uh, what, what, what did he want to get paid? Did he want a contract, his contract extension? An extension? Wow, it's like all these high-level running backs, bro, just not getting fucking paid. I don't know why. And they Jonathan did, Taylor's young. Bro, he's cold, too. And, and he's, if anybody deserves it, it's him. Because who else is on that offense? Michael Pittman? Yeah. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Anthony Richardson, yeah. And I guess he's doing really good on that. He looks really good, bro. But, I mean... Jonathan Taylor's probably your your biggest weapon on offense. Mm-hmm. Maybe the quarterback can establish that, but since he's still a rookie, Taylor's already established that. He was the best running back last year. Didn't he? Uh, am I talking on my ass? Or I thought he won offensive player of the year, no? I think so. He might have. But so then then he uh, the owner even said he's like, we're going to trade him. Then he wants to make a comment saying, like, There's not, they're not going to remember us. Like, if he dies mm-hmm. and I die... I was like, just bro, fucking pay him. Bro, didn't he spend crazy money just to move a fucking whale or some shit? 20 million. <laughs> to move a fucking whale to the ocean. Which a lot of people are like, oh, that's a good thing. But bro, which I'm thinking, does it really cost 20 million dollars to move a fucking whale? Bro, I'm not trying to be a dick, but who gives a fuck that much? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like to move a whale, that motherfucker ain't gonna get mauled by these real whales out here. Yeah, bro, he's not accustomed to this shit. Bro thought he did something, but... He'd be like, where that whale at? He's he, like, fuck, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? But 20 million, I can't believe that costs that much to move a fucking whale. Like, you can't just strap that bitch to a bow and just, like, drop him. Hell no. You know how much they weigh? Man, get Bradley Martin on that bitch. <laughs> hey, since you think you can handle everything, huh? Oh, God. You're just, you'd be like, I'm 260, dog. I got this shit. Too what? He's 260. 260 oh, I said 260. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> nah, hell no. But I can't believe that, bro. bro. I mean, I understand. Maybe it's out of his own pocket. But God damn, $20 million out of your own pocket still? Could have paid Jonathan Taylor with that money. Just could have just threw him something and be like, hey, bro, we need to pay him. If he wants to make his team better and get a more, more money out of his team, then obviously you pay your best player. Right? That That's the only thing that makes sense. And it's crazy how these running backs don't get paid. They see all these other players getting overpaid. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I, I'm just kind of like, fuck, like. Honestly, I think they're going to eventually move off of uh, Jonathan Taylor, probably trade him. And uh, I heard the Chiefs were, like, one of his top teams that were willing to do that. Well, at least just try to win, right, at yeah. this point. My friend had an interesting theory. Um, he thinks running backs are going to go on, like, a bunch of big one-year deals mm-hmm. just to get a pay. Like, people don't want to, like, invest into a running back on the long term. Like, all right, we'll just give you a big bag for one year. You want a big bag, but we'll just give you one year. Obviously, you obviously you would just see like a lot of running backs just bouncing around the league. Obviously, because of the running back's longevity is the shortest in NFL. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to give them like a five-year, four-year deal, you just throw them like a one-year, $20 million deal. I think that would be good for the league, to but be honest. You would good just see a bags. bunch of teams bouncing around and shit like that. They're still going to get paid, mm-hmm. but you would just see a bunch of running backs in different jerseys, different teams. But I feel like you'll have some running backs who are like, nah, bro, like I want to stay here. So, but you're going to get people that are just like, fuck it, like whoever wants me the most and pays me the most, I'll go there. That's what it boils down to. But obviously you're going to have your running backs like, nah, bro, like I started here. I want to be here. Like, I want to win. It ain't about that, though. I mean, obviously the front office controls all your moves. So at the end of the day, like. It's just a business. Yeah, straight it's up It's business. crazy how you even hear stories where people are like, bro, I, I didn't even know I got traded. Like my agent texted me. I saw that shit. I forgot what some uh, certain players, but they're like, bro, I didn't know I got traded until I hopped on Twitter myself. Yeah. I was kind of like, damn, bro, like, he kind of just give this man a call? Not even in the, like, the conversation. Like a heads up. I yeah. understand, like, he has, they have conversations with their, their agents, be like, hey, bro, you might get traded this week and shit like that, but they don't know exactly when. Or even if it goes through. Or even if it goes yeah. through. But, uh, like, imagine, like, there's a trade that happens, you see it, and it doesn't go through, so I feel like... Like, I don't think that's ever happened, but imagine that shit happens and it's just kind of like, fuck, like, I don't fuck with you guys. Like, you try to trade me. Yeah, bro, that'd be shitty for sure. Like, nah, bro, like, definitely trade me now. Like, fuck that. But but as far as, like, the one-year deals, I think it'd be fantastic for the league. Just yeah, to I'd, see, I'd like, see that shit. names all around, like, the league. It'd, it'd be blowing up low-key, mm-hmm. like, financially for the, the teams, bro. It would definitely help out a lot of teams that need running backs, too. Oh, yeah. If they can afford it, then, like, yeah, be like, all right, bro, let's go after you. Give you, like, a one-year. Maybe they might do some crazy shit, like, one-year 30 mil deal. Just for, like, uh, does that year guarantee? Bro, you could you give do that it? to someone, low-key. I feel like for, like, Jonathan Taylor, like, a Josh Jacobs, a Derrick Henry. Yeah. Obviously, it depends if you establish yourself. But if you have a bad year, then you don't get as much paid. Yeah, your price drops for so sure. So that's when like signing those like two year, three year deals, guaranteed money is kind of more beneficial. But if you have a bad year or you get hurt, you might not even get picked up. Or who knows? These uh backs could eventually just like drop out the league after like a certain amount of years. Four. Yeah. Cause yeah. like what's crazy, Leonard Fournette hasn't even signed yet. Well, I mean, he's kind of washed too though. You think so? Yeah. I thought I he did pretty so. good on Bucks, you know. I thought he had a Cause he's obviously. Where would you rank him among among the like the top backs? Ooh, um, I'd say he's like maybe he's top twenty. 
Maybe he squeaked inside 15. the top 10, but barely outside the top 10. Top 10? He's a good back, bro. Hold up, Andrew. Look up the top 10 running backs real quick just to get like a an accurate like. But not no stupid ass list where they have like rookies on that bitch that oh, hasn't yeah. even played it down. It has to be like based off statistics and uh, how many yards they But he get. does have good statistics, bro. Number four net. Yeah, he's solid. I don't, I don't really watch his game like that. I just haven't really heard him. He's like not a big moves. name, I think, but he's still a good back. He's a very reliable back. I just think last year he was hurt for some time. And he had a good time in um with the Jaguars when he started off. He's mm-hmm. a Super Bowl champion. Well, he was the best when he was uh with the Jags. Mm-hmm. So and then he he went to Tampa and he linked up with Tom. He, they won a thing. Mm-hmm. But he's I think he's still a reliable back. I don't know how much he's worth. Maybe like a one year 10 milli, maybe like eleven. I'd say five to ten. Out of ten, yeah, I feel like five is. A, I feel like five is too low. Like a low ball. Mm, I don't. I know. feel like if he signed them for like a one year, five million deal, you're just like, holy fuck! Like I just, That's a vet, man. I just robbed this man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I told not top ten. Not top ten. Can you name them off real quick? Number ten, they have Brees Hall. Brees Hall. As a, we even finished the season though. Well, he was looking good. He was looking wow. really fucking good. That's crazy. Travis Etienne, okay. number nine. Wow, that's a fucking stretch. Number eight doesn't make sense. But he didn't play last year. I thought Kamar didn't play last year, did he? Nah, I don't, not a lot. Wow. Nick Chubb. Henry at four. Henry. Damn. Wow. Not even top ten. Not bro. even top ten. That's crazy. I don't know if that's just based overall. Maybe that's based off of last year. Damn, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe five years, Bro, maybe five yeah. mil, five mil, ten mil. Yeah, dude, that's just crazy. I mean, you got a lot of young running backs too. Which maybe Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. Uh, he is. It's between him or Barkley for sure. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. and the Giants. They might do something a little this year. If Daniel Jones puts up a good year, takes the interceptions down and down a notch. They might do a little. They might make a little noise in the East. I mean, they were in the playoffs, so I can't really discredit the right. Giants. But it was crazy because at one point in the season, they were 6-1. and one, But I they just, finished 9-7. and seven. I just don't know if I believe in the Giants to do I don't it. know if I believe in Daniel Jones. Yeah, exactly. That's the I whole reason I behind I don't know if I believe in Daniel Jones. It's crazy because they started at 6-1, but they finished 9-7. and seven, So, like, at what point did, did that shit just off? fucking yeah. go upside down? And they barely squeaked in the playoffs. They beat Minnesota, but... I mean, Minnesota, they always kind of, like, fall off towards the end of the year. If you play Minnesota in the playoffs, it's kind of a guaranteed dub. Bro, that one kick versus Seattle, too. Oh, that was fucking high. It was, was like, the 2013-14 playoffs. Yeah, something like that. And they had missed a field goal, which I was like, bug, like, Seattle out that bitch. In the playoffs. Yeah. I think their best moment in the playoffs is the Minnesota Miracle when uh, Case Keenum threw the digs. Mm-hmm. That shit was lit. Bro, that even shit that was so shit wasn't hard. even supposed to happen. Or the Saints, bro. The Saints yeah, got bad luck, too. Up. Or the safety. When I look at that play, I was like, what the fuck was the safety doing? Safety was trying to tackle with his head down. Bro, completely missed by like a mile. Like in the, in the when NFL won his games of inches, bro missed by a fucking mile. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like when he caught it, I was like, "Oh, maybe he like he's gonna step out of bounds and have a time for like something." Bro, Diggs almost jumped over his ass. That's how like, which is, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like all you gotta do is just like, like contest the ball or some shit. Like I don't know what you gotta do, bro. And he he ended up getting released or like traded after that, which yeah. fucking yeah. makes right. I don't know where he is at now. Probably still fucking up. or probably not even on the team. I mean, he deserves that shit, bro. 
right fuck? like how do you, you cost your and the saints bro the saints has been on the bad end too they were looking to win the super bowl that year too. that year yeah and the year that uh they had the the penalty not called on them i think they were they've one had of the, a lot of bad luck too which was that was when the rams had played the patriots right it was that boring ass super bowl you had the super bowl party that shit was just yeah, kind of like whack. it was it was only one touchdown I think uh, I think we were robbed of a good Super Bowl that year. I think it was supposed to be the Saints and the Patriots. Or I think the Patriots had beat somebody that were like, oh, fuck, we had hope that they were going to lose. Who would they beat? I don't remember that year too well. That was a while back. But definitely the Saints. That was like Drew Brees' year. Yeah, it was like two goats going uh, head to head. Mm-hmm. That would have been a lot of fun. Oh, that's what it was. It was supposed to be Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that, right after that season, didn't he retire? I think so. Yeah. So that kind of fucking sucks. Um, and talking about I kind of fucking We drifted that motherfucker uh, But I hope Jonathan Taylor gets paid I don't, I don't even know Actually I just hope he gets traded I feel like there's just certain like players That like Deserve to be on another team mm-hmm. That like they're, they're so good But they're like Talents wasted Like They're just fucking Just dreading there And certain Certain teams that They're not gonna make noise Even Derrick Henry I'd like to see him move off Definitely and it's, the Titans were like a number one team in the AFC for a while. But you're relying but, on fucking Ryan Tannehill. Because if you shut down the run game, you don't really got an offense. Mm-mm. And which kind of like, fuck, like, I think if, Tann- if Tannehill has a bad season, do you think he gets benched for Millick Willis or Will Levis? I think both of those young quarterbacks will have a shot. Think Sometime so? during the season, yes. I hope Will Levis is the one that has a shot. Yeah, I would like to see him ball out uh, in preseason, see what he can do. Just because what I've seen from Malik Willis so far, I just don't think he's your your franchise quarterback, which I think they even know because why would you draft another quarterback mm-hmm. if you didn't believe Malik Willis would could take over? He got uh, drafted in the second round, right? I think, yeah. Early second. Mm-hmm. Early second round. And I think uh, Will Levis, I think he had passed the first round. Mm. So, surprisingly, I thought everybody had fucking quarterbacks going like top five, which didn't happen. But I was like, what the fuck? But um, fuck, where was I going with this? Oh, uh, but I just think that Will Lewis will have a shot. I think he will be. I don't think Tannehill is going to have a job much longer. No, he's not going to last probably like next year or two. And maybe d gets into it with Tannehill. I don't know if he'll get into it with him. I just don't think Tannehill is a quarterback for the next two years bro that's it that's mm-hmm. what it boils down to all right yeah but i definitely think d hop i mean he's talked shit about his quarterbacks before right saying that he wants somebody that's like not playing video games and yeah that wasn't direct serious. he didn't really say names but you you already know who i feel like about. yeah he Kyle definitely Mary. Kyle Mary playing call of duty and shit yeah. but i definitely think something will happen along the lines of a quarterback switch up i definitely think it's going to happen early in the season to halfway I don't think they'll do it late. I don't think Tannehill will... Well, it depends on if they're, like, good enough to make the playoffs or if they're just, like, damn near tanking. Right, because, I mean, why the fuck would you go to a team that's tanking? That would be so shitty for D-Hop. After tanking... <laughs> After tanking, he's kind of like, fuck, and he signed a two-year deal. Like, why the fuck would you even do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Hopefully, he has some type of success... I guess well, I don't know That was that. When he signed that I was still confused Like to this day I'm like What the fuck Loki, are you doing everybody was I'm just like what But what as far it? as like People I'd like to see Like move different teams Those Probably like the top two Backs Top sure. two that come in mind Hell yeah, yeah. Alright y'all We're gonna take a little quick 
five minute break. We're gonna come back and then we're gonna keep on recording. We're just gonna do a little bathroom break, adjust the camera, all right, and all then right. we'll be into it. Yeah, you said you hit pause last time, right? All right, we're back. Sorry for the little long break, but well, actually, not a long break. Actually, hold on, let me redo that bitch. <laughs> they don't know. No, they don't. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame game that had just passed. Yeah, it's probably going to be the only preseason game we're going to talk about because it's probably the most important one because it's the first game, first football game that year. happens yeah. out of the year. Um, we had the Jets versus the Browns. Pretty I didn't see too much, but it was kind of, I mean, it was football to watch, I guess. I mean, it was cool to watch just because you had uh, DTR, Kellen Mond, Zach Wilson playing. And so mm -hmm. those are like quarterbacks who are like, hey, they could be the future. They could take some steps to be a like, second-string quarterback. Because well, obviously you got Aaron Rodgers in front of Zach Wilson. You oh, got sure. Deshaun Watson in front of both the DTR. Yeah. And DTR would look really good. He did. He, he did. was doing everything, throwing out blocks, running the ball, passing the ball good. So maybe if Deshaun Watson doesn't end up working out, I feel like Browns got a good prospect in DTR. I don't know though. They're paying Deshaun Watson crazy money. D isn't yeah. it all guaranteed too? Yeah. Fuck. But there's videos surfacing the internet of Deshaun Watson in training camp, throwing interceptions, throwing bad throws. But I, I think it's just just training camp, you're practicing to get better, you're trying to fix bad mistakes, bad habits and stuff like that. He's been out the... He played all last year, no? Or... He didn't play all last year. I think he played half the season. Week, week 11. 11. So a little, a little bit more than half or a little bit Less than past half. half yeah. Um, which I think he'll still be a good quarterback. Um, obviously, you still have a good running back in Nick Chubb. Of course. I'm trying to remember the receivers that they have. Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper. Oh, yeah, they have Mari Cooper. Yeah. I know they just... Uh, I swear they just signed somebody else. Andrew, could you refresh our memory? But I think Mr. Cooper is going to have a good season if Deshaun Watson can implement like how he used to play in Houston with D Hop. Hopefully, he can look good as well because I think he had a solid uh, past week eleven stats. But being like almost off for like a year, year and a half, you're kind of going to be like not at rhythm with your team that much. So yeah. I think the Browns are going to be. I don't know if they'll compete in that AFC uh, North at the rim with the Ravens, Steelers. And the um, Bengals, right? The Bengals, yeah. So obviously, I think Bengals are the favorites to win that division. Well, then again, like I said, it depends on the receivers. Andrew, did you? you... Elijah Moore, mm, Elijah Moore from the Jets. From the Jets. People, Donovan Peoples Jones. Jones. I don't think he's like the. I think he'll be a solid number two. He's a tight end, or is he a receiver? He's a receiver. Okay. Uh, it's probably gonna be number two. And then of course, Amari Cooper is probably. Watch, well, I was surprised. He kind of. Didn't stay in Dallas. I thought that Dallas had something special with the three trio, but uh, wasn't it a money issue that they couldn't keep Amari Cooper? I think so, just because they had C.D. Lamb, which is the young, young coming up receiver. Michael Maybe they Gallup thought he too. and Michael Gallup. But I think Amari Cooper was in good hands with Cleveland, and they obviously on the defensive side. You still got Miles Garrett, so I think they'll be fine. But I don't think they will win the division. No. But this year's kind of interesting just because Joe Barrow's out for a good amount of time. Six to eight, right? Six to eight yeah. weeks. But I think the team that will push for number one is the Steelers. 
because they are young on the offensive side. Najee Harris, George George Pickens, and Kenny Pickett. You think Kenny Pickett is him or what? I don't think he's him, but I'm telling you, bro, I just don't think Lamar's good. No, I, I got... think Lamar's good. My bad. I think Lamar's good, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think. And then obviously you got Mika Fitzpatrick too. To begin the season. TJ Watt. I don't like, know. I don't know. They have a really good defense, but to begin the season, I think Ravens and Browns are going to be in that one to two spot. Unless the Bengals backup quarterback can get some wins out of them. If he can win at least half the games, Joe Bro's out, I think Bro, they'll be. Tell me his name. Huh? Tell me his name. Uh, he's fucking. Um, uh... <laughs> we just went over it like two weeks ago. Bro, you see how forgetful that shit is? <laughs> I just. If he could do it, though, because obviously it's not like he's going to. He's an NFL quarterback. He should be capable of getting at least. At least half wins. He should be in these games. He had Jamar Chase against Tyler Boyd. Like, I think you should be fine. Yeah. He should be fine. Um, Did they say off Joe Mixon? I know he had. I think so. He had a whole, like, case or something, too, right? Yeah, I think on the offseason. I forgot what the case had was. It was something crazy. Some stupid shit. I swear it was something crazy. I don't know why these players always be fucking up, dude. Getting paid millions and be fucking up. This should be making no sense to me. But I think he'll be fine. If he can win at least, hopefully it's just six weeks. Because eight weeks, like, fuck, I got to play eight games. Like, that's a lot to ask for. I give him three wins. But if he can win at least three to four games, you're fine. Mm -hmm. If he lose all six... Or only win like one or two. Do you expect Dan, him to you're come in a back? fucking yeah. Dan, you're in a fucking predicament. Cause I mean, all those three teams are good teams. They're all competing for something here this year. So maybe fuck. I don't know. Well, who's the That's what I think comes down to it. Browns, Ravens, Browns, Ravens, Rams, and Titans. So Ravens or uh Rams and Titans could be a win. Just, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Ravens, Browns, Browns no. but Browns because obviously this is a division rival. Maybe we will be a lot closer than the other games, mm-hmm. which they kind of always seems like division rival games always kind of seem to be more competitive, more just because you play them twice, you already know how they play. That's gonna be interesting though. Well, um, it is the first game of the new season, so it's kind of like more of a feel out game. That second game that comes around mm-hmm. usually more competitive. Yeah, and he, obviously he's kind of practicing the the backup quarterbacks. Obviously, needing more practice time with the starting offense because obviously you think you're at the start. You think he plays preseason? Oh yeah, I think you have to. I don't know. What if he gets injured? Oh, fuck, then you get somebody barking with the third string. You get somebody across down the street, dog. You just like fuck. I'll Walmart play. worker. I'll fucking play. And, uh, I'm only like five nine. You think you could fuck some shit up? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll get fucked up to be real with you. Especially if I see, like, bro, I'll just go for the money, though. Huh, you'll get paid pretty good money, too. Nah, I'll probably get paid less than the mill. <laughs> bro, I'm cool with that. Oh, I'm cool nah. with that. I'll sit on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. But now nah, I'm telling you, bro, I think the Steelers got the best chance to to take an advantage of the, the, the division as long as Joe Burrow's out. I mean, they're young. Right. You got I, I can club. give them that. I don't know their roster too too much. I know Kenny Pickett's a dog. Uh, Najee Harris is solid. Um, oh, what's his fucking name? Uh, he had a lot of uh, good catch. He had like a lot of spectacular catches on the Steelers. Talking about George Pickens? Nah, nah, not George Pickens. There was another receiver, the number two receiver. Deontay Johnson? Deontay Thompson? Thompson? Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think their offensive side is going to be good. You all see on the defense, you got TJ Watt on the up front. And then you got Mika mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick on the back. I don't know how much Peterson can help since he is older, 
But I think you still got to respect his game. Nah. Just because of how good he was. He's washed. I thought in Minnesota, I think he played solid. It was solid, but he's up there in age, bro. Definitely. That for motherfucker's sure. like 35, 36. Huh, he's up there, bro. But I think they still have Joe Hayden. I might be wrong. They still have Joe Hayden. Well, probably he's a little bit older as well. They picked up a a corner in the draft as well. Joey mm-hmm. Porter. Joey Porter Jr.? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they'll be fine, bro. I think the Steelers definitely going to make some noise. So Steeler Nation, shout out y'all. I got y'all winning. Nah, I hate Steelers, bro. Oh, we got Steeler beef because of the Super Bowl. Yep, you're was, that, was that a catch? I don't, I don't think it was a catch. It was cleat on cleat action, bro. That's that's, that's something we're gonna have to, to ask. Comment a, comment down below. Was that a fucking catch or was that a? Obviously, people are gonna say it's a catch because obviously it was a it was a TD. That's what they called it as. But as a Cardinals fan, fuck no, that was no catch. That was fucking crazy, bro. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> I cried that day. I ain't even going lie. I did, I did. That was like my, one of my first football games I was watching, so I was just kind of like... Eh. That was a good-ass first football game to watch. Yeah. Well, my very first football game I had watched like that was the game before... The, if, if I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but did they play the Eagles? Yeah. Okay, that's the game I... Mean, I uh, that's what the, was that, the uh, NFC Championship game? Okay, that's the game I had yeah. watched. Good-ass game, too. For a minute, bro, I thought that team was the Ravens. Who? The Eagles. The Eagles? I swear to God, bro. I thought that team was the Ravens. So when I had seen it, I was like, oh, yeah, they played the Ravens. Not knowing there's like the, like the, I don't know how, I didn't ever understood. Now I know. Now I got my knowledge up. I had to fucking study because I was getting, like, what the fuck are you talking about? It'd be like that. So I had to get my shit up. My bad to get sidetracked. But um, that's going to be a good division to watch out for. That's what I'm telling you, bro. The AFC has a lot of teams that are kind of like, like stack, like it's like, not it's not just one team in each division. There's like multiple teams in that division that could be like, could take the number one spot. You got that division. You got the Chiefs division. Mm-hmm. That's really good too. Because uh, that I mean, you got Broncos. Maybe Broncos with Sean Payne they could switch it. Raiders. Did you hear about the Broncos that they're playing all their starters? That's that's what's happening, right? Oh, the preseason game, yeah. I think. Which did I hear that right? Which, check it, I check think it. typically uh, only I think they would just play the first quarter. Or well, play maybe a couple either way, snaps. A lot of teams but don't even, even then, play. some teams don't even play their starters. Yeah. I know for the last couple of years, the Cardinals didn't even play their uh, their starters. Nobody. I think Seattle will probably play like a couple of downs. I think just the first drive, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Yeah, the Cardinals didn't even do that, bro. I don't know if it's the same with other teams, but speaking from like... Watching, that's why I don't really watch preseason games, bro, because I want to watch... I like Seattle football. You know what I mean? I don't want to watch the back. Obviously, it's kind of, if you really want to like get into it and like watch your team play, see the rookies play and see the backups and like, oh, like this player can be good. But me, mainly, I want to see like regular season football. Yeah. I want to see who made the team, who made the cut, and actually see the team go for wins that matter. Yeah, I feel that. Because before, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, I would never watch preseason, but I'd be like, oh, they didn't win the game. I think I just rock with football, basketball so heavy, bro, that I I watch all preseason games. Yeah? Yeah. I would probably watch, like, certain highlights of certain teams. Like, if I, there's a player that I wanted to watch, yeah, I wouldn't watch the full game because they wouldn't play the full game. But I'd definitely tap into some... See their uh, highlights. See some highlights, yeah. see how they did. See, maybe I'll just watch the first drive, first quarter, just the quarter that they played. Kind of just to see that. But typically, I won't watch a preseason game. I think that's just... Honestly, uh, I think big NFL fans would watch preseason games, but I wouldn't consider myself a casual. But like, I'm not like a like a preseason head like that. I don't know. 
Andrew, did you find anything on that? Yeah, so they're going to play like half the game. That's still a lot half of time. Half the game? That's a lot of time. God damn. Why? I guess he's just trying to build that new culture. Just trying to ingrain it. I don't even remember them doing that shit in the New Orleans, though. Nah, for that's real. That's insane. But that's the one thing. If Sean Payman could really... Because he was talking some shit. He was talking shit about the Jets. He was talking shit about the old coach, Hickett. Um, well, he's the Jets. One of the Jets' new coaches, right? Uh, nah. Nah? Because Robert Salah is the is the head coach over there. So why did uh, Aaron Rodgers come out? Sorry, saying Don't be talking shit. It's because Sean Payne was talking shit about the Jets. He was talking shit about his offense coordinator Oh, so he did go over there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, that's just how See, it goes, bro, though, like, bro. Like, they're just some, they're just some coordinators that try to go for head coaching positions, but they're not head coach material. Now, if the Broncos don't perform, Sean Payne's gonna look like a like a idiot. dumbass. Yeah, because he was talking mad shit, and so Robert Sala was just like, "Well." We play them week five, like maybe just like trying to get in our hair, just worried about it. And that's when Aaron Rodgers came out saying like, you know, just keep my team at your mouth, keep my coach at your mouth. Yeah. But maybe Sean, if Sean Payne can turn that Broncos team around and actually win the closer games. I don't know if it was, if it's Sean Payne. Maybe it was Russell if, Wilson. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it was Russell Wilson. And they had a lot of issues with Melvin Gordon, bro, fumbled at least once a game. Twice there a game. There was a twice a game. <laughs> it was like up there. And I just, but also just, honestly, I do want to like say it does have to do something with the coaching job. Because if you look at their games, they're just kind of like, what the fuck? Like the very first game of the season with Seattle, mm -hmm. they had a minute left and they were past the the 50 yard line. They let that, instead of calling in a timeout and then trying to go for it, they let that bitch drop down to like 20 seconds, call a timeout and then kick the field goal and missed. So everybody was like, what? That's, a, that's when the whole thing started to like, what are you guys doing? Like. Everybody was saying it was Russell Wilson's fault, but it was the coach's plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what kind of like just brings up like, I think that was like your first red flag. It, it was. But I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a mistake Champagne will do. No. Yeah, with a more experienced coach. A Super Bowl like winning coach. Happen, yeah. yeah. I don't think that shit slides. I don't think the Raiders do anything with Jimmy G. I'm not buying Jimmy G, bro. I think Jimmy Garoppolo just carried by a defense and a heavy powered offense his whole career. I think he's a... Like I said, an average quarterback. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes he could be below a little average. Above, yeah. but like little above. Little above. Yeah, he wins games. The defense wins some games. I don't give a fuck what that record starter, says. He has a really good record. Yeah. I'm not bought into it. You got that defense, bro. You had the number one well, defense. They were on saying. That shit. Uh, I think some players were saying uh, that Derek Carr was holding them back. Wow. I thought Derek Carr was solid though. Derek career, uh, didn't he have like an MVP season at one point? He was obviously he hasn't. Uh, that was probably like a couple years ago, like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, I think he was MVP voting at one point. Mm -hmm. I know, um, I think Kirk Cousins was at one point as well. But obviously, I think those are similar quarterbacks. So have good regular season games, but can't win like playoffs if they make the playoffs. They can't win against those tough teams. Mm -mm. And then um, I think the Dolphins and the Patriots are in a good division. That's all AFC, huh? Fuck. You think uh, Mac Jones does something this year? No. Last year he had a terrible year. I thought, his rookie I year the, was great. The second string quarterback was honestly better. What's his name? Zap Bailey. Zap Bailey? Yeah. He looked a lot better when he played. But I don't know. Maybe Mac Jones does something this year. I really like Christian Gonzalez, bro. 
I really fuck with his game. I, I haven't think he's so I polished. Like, I just heard that he has really good technique. Mm-hmm. He's a very polished corner. That's who him and Devin Weatherspoon were the top corners in the draft. And I think he's just better, more NFL ready just because he played in Oregon. It's a more more competition in college. I don't watch college too much, but I know they, they're they in a, uh, a more stronger conference. Yeah. And I think Dolphins will most likely win the division if Tua, because I know they were the one of the one of the best teams in the AFC until Tua got hurt, and um, they kind of like were up and down, up and down. But I think if he can stay healthy throughout the whole season, that's a scary offense. Well, Tua was one of the most accurate passers mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, I really like his game, to be honest. It's. The only thing, like we talked about, is him staying healthy. And I think he is going to be more injury prone because that was a scary concussion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that's why I fucking hate the internet, brother, of making memes of him throwing up the fucking. I don't know, some, he's repping his. Like uh... throwing throw the set or whatever. <laughs> but god damn, I probably took a nasty hit. But I think the Dolphins are kind of one of the favorites to push for an AFC championship game. Bro. As we keep talking about the AFC, they're low-key just a powerhouse. Yeah, All dude. the teams. And it used to just... I think AFC just never used to be like that. I think your best team was always the Patriots with Tom Brady. That was it. Maybe he will lose to like the Broncos with Peyton Manning there. But that was just like the Patriots always usually had a, like an easier path to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the NFC was always fucking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now it kind of seems like... It flips. I still think the NFC is tough, but the AFC is super stacked. Well, who do you have in the in the NFC that's really like contenders? I think the Eagles and Niners are your top two teams that come in mind. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of other teams in certain divisions. A lot of people have the Cowboys going far this year. Like I've seen posts where they got the Cowboys going like 13, 3, 14. I mean, it would be nice to see it just because people have been predicting the Cowboys to be like one of those uh deep playoff push teams but they just haven't gotten it together I think they can do it if Dak can get his his interceptions under fucking 10 bro he's throwing interceptions in training camp and those are like pretty bad passes too like underthrown overthrown mm-hmm. into like double coverage and you see the video where Trayvon Diggs was like such a bitch ass yeah up. bro he was talking shit but he said it just comp- like that's his boy. That's just like him being competitive. But you know how it gets when yeah you're yeah. you're in practice and shit. But if Dak Prescott can keep the turnovers to a minimum, I think they could be a better a playoff team because obviously that offense is going to do for you. You got Michael Parsons, probably arguably the best defensive player in the league right now. Yeah, he's he's up there with like Aaron Donald as. Oh yeah, as like the biggest name. Always you're yeah. always going to be in that defensive player of the year conversation. Yeah. And Trayvon Diggs, I I want to say he's a good corner. I think he's a better ball hawk than a better coverage corner. I agree. And I don't know if you would consider him a top five corner or just outside. I might put him just outside, maybe even five. Maybe even five because yeah. you got certain. Well, did you see the NFL top 100 where the players were being ranked? Most mm-hmm. of the corners were uh, or the top corners were. Uh, Sauce Gardner, I think at one. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure because I haven't seen the ten to one yet. Yeah, the list hasn't fully finished. No, so I don't. I forgot. I don't know. I remember seeing Sertain. I don't remember if he was above Gardner. Hell no. 
You don't think Sertain's above Gardner? No. What? Fuck no. Was I he think, that good? That yes, I think Sertain was probably the best corner last year. What? Maybe I missed out, bro. I, I, I just, honestly maybe I'm just I thought. I think I just didn't fuck with Gardner as much because I thought Tariq Woolen was always kind of getting like not as much appreciation, not much love. Mm-hmm. I think Sauce just got the bigger name in it. And Tariq Woolen was a, a later draft pick. He was fifth or sixth. That's true, yeah. So obviously, the, you know, think the first round pick or the uh, first round is going to be a bigger name. And he did produce. I'm not saying he's a bad corner. I just didn't wasn't trying to buy in. Like his barely first year, he's number one. I don't know. His stats kind of back it up, too. So I think Sertain, Gardner, I think Ramsey's. I think I know Ramsey had a bad year, but I also consider Ramsey in that in that top five. Yeah, I agree. This is what kind of comes in where I'm just like, I don't know if I want to put Trayvon Diggs in that conversation just yet. I feel like there are better corners than Diggs. I think so. Because he does let up a lot of yards to touch on because he is aggressive trying to get the pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had that one year where he had like, what, 10, 11 picks? Yeah, it, was a, it was a grip. It was a grip, so... Andrew. Andrew. Can you find the top? Okay, but let me know oh, when you yeah. find it. Because I want it. Yeah, I want to know, like, for sure. Because I feel like corner... I think corner is, like, probably the hardest position in the league. It has to be. Has that to be. or what, like... Quarterback is the only other... Yeah. Only other position they could probably argue is the hardest one. But a cornerback, bro, going against these type of receivers nowadays, people running 4 3, 4 2, you had yeah, to backpedal just as fast, turn just in time, break on the ball, all these double routes, double moves. Like, I think corner is probably the hardest position in the league. That's why I feel like it's so hard to find a true lockdown corner. I mean, Sauce Gardner, number one. All right. Two? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey at two. Darius Slay at number three. Hold up. Darius Slay at number three? I don't know about that. What what, what are you reading this off of? Uh, PFF. PFF? Okay. And that's her team? Number four is her team. Four is her team. Four? Wow. Yeah, Jair Alexander. I think Jair is better than Slay. I think Jair is better than Ramsey. You think Slay is better than Diggs? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Slay had I think he had a really great year last year. I don't know if he's consistent like that, but I thought Bradbury was good. But I think he was the one that kind of wasn't the one that was as consistent as Slay. Okay. People want to blame the Super Bowl loss on him because of that little hold. Was it a hold? I don't know. Not gonna get into that. I don't wanna argue that. People will say it is, people say it isn't. They always say, like, people do that shit all the time in games, but on the biggest play of the game, you call it. Yeah, it's a hit or miss call, bro. Like, it some happens. referees are going to call that, some aren't. It's just whoever. It, it is what it circumstantial. is. Circumstantial. Fucking lost me my money, motherfuckers. <laughs> I was pissed. But I think I think Sertain will probably be three. And I think Jair. If we're going to go off that list, I guess we're going to go Garner. And I think it's just between Jair and Sertain. Okay. I think that's kind of fair. I think that's kind of fair. And to switch it to receivers, this is strictly opinion-based. Who you got top five? Oof. Not in any order? I mean, yeah, in order. In order? Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to spot. I think number one off the bat, we got to go Justin Jefferson. JJ is, yep. Number two is going to be a toss-up between... 
Ooh. Uh, it's going to be a toss between Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase. I'd give it to Chase. Yeah, I think I want to give it to Chase because he's younger. I think he has a more of an upside in, in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. I think we're going to go Diggs. Okay. That's really what, four? Four. And um, five is going to have to be between A.J. Brown and Tyreek Hill. Where's DK? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so before before on the break, I said DK was a top five receiver. Hell I just man. I just thought about it more. I was like, fuck, there's some good-ass receivers. Bro, would you even... Maybe... 10. DK 6. 10. Not nah, 6. So what you said? He's 6. He said, who's number one? Like Jay Jettis. Jay Jettis. Two, Jamar Chase. Adams. Devontae Adams. Diggs. Diggs. Either AJ Brown or Tyreek Hill. Okay, that's already. Jalen Waddle's pretty good too. But I think Tyreek's the number one over there. Yeah, he is. He is. And AJ Brown? That's already what, 6? And then I put DK at six and like Tyreek at number seven. Okay, okay. Name the rest of your top ten. A top ten? Yeah. Fuck. Two uh, more names. No, that's three. I got seven. Yeah, three more. Uh, Devontae Smith. Okay. Ooh. CD. Mm, I think CD's better than DK. Tyreek McLaurin, would you throw him in there? Maybe. I feel like there's another receiver I like I'm probably missing. Better. I feel like yeah. there's someone else that I'm missing. I'm trying to think of these divisions. Would you put D-Hop in top 10? We already said AJ Brown. Brown. I don't know. D-Hop hasn't... Fuck, bro. There's some good-ass receivers. And a lot of people forget Michael Thomas because he hasn't played. But yeah. at one point, he was the best receiver in the league. He hasn't played in what? Yeah, like, in like two years. years. But he was the number one receiver at one point. He was like, what, 2017, 2018 Offensive Player of the so Year? That was so long ago, bro. I don't even remember. He was a dog. I mean, people give him shit because all he did was run slants, but... Slant boy. Slant boy, but it was him. He was. What about you? Give me your five. Five, I got to go, obviously, Justin Jefferson. Right. Uh, I put Jamar Chase up there, number two. Mm-hmm. Three, Tyreek Hill. Four, I'd go... Probably go Devontae Adams. Okay. Five. Michael Wilson on the Cardinals. What? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even played a snap yet. He might uh, be. Uh, as your future. Yeah, in the future. Uh, damn, for five. I'd have to put... Uh, I feel like you're kind of leaning towards D-Hop. I feel like you want to say D-Hop. Yeah, I low-key want to, but... His stats don't back it up, but as like a good like uh I'm talking about going catch. into going into next year. Yeah, going, going into, into next year, year I wouldn't say not overall. Yes, I'm telling you it's tough, bro. It There's is, some receivers out there. I'd have to see him on a list just to like be more accurate. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I got, I think my top ten is solid. Okay. People are gonna fucking hate, hate, hate me for yeah, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know people are going to give you shit about DKB like 6 Not just because I'm biased as fuck I know he's probably like 10 But for this list we're going to put him at 6 Bro I can't think of anybody for my 5th I'm telling you bro there's some receivers Who'd you throw at 5 after Mike Evans Oh fuck Keenan Allen too Nah I wouldn't put him in the top Bro Keenan Allen is so underrated 
Let me look at the list real quick, bro. God just to damn. be more accurate. Mike Evans and Mike Evans, people, he's not talked about a lot, but what he has the most consecutive years over a thousand plus, right? God damn. Yeah, he's he's always been really consistent. Does Baker fuck up it up? Fuck it. Okay. God damn, bro. I'm fucking battering like a <laughs> motherfucker right now. Jesus Christ. Bro, it's late. It's okay. Oh Uber my gosh. Oh my goodness. Did I fuck up a list? Nah, I'm gonna stay true to my word, bro. Okay, oh, fucking yeah. Cooper Cup almost Cooper won the Cup. triple crown last year. He did, he did. Jesus. Okay, so revised uh, list. So I got Justin Jefferson. I'll put Tyreek Hill. I'll put Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup. I put Cooper at five. Nah, bro, you're tweaking. Jamar Chase at five. <laughs> I think Tyreek Hill might be better. I yeah. put Cooper at five. Apple Cooper fuck. Okay, Rigo or redo it. Jettas, Chase, um, Adams, Diggs, Cup. That's not a bad list. I think Diggs is is a, that's a top five. Yeah. I think it's a top five. Damn, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like corners are kind of easy to name off of, but there's just there's so few yeah. lockdown corners. Or receivers, bro. There's just so much. There's so much fucking talent across the league. To go back though. DK's not even top 10. He's not, bro. Because if we really going to get serious about this, look, 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 look. Justin Jefferson, uh, Devontae Adams. There's no order. Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, uh, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, Kenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, if you will. Yeah? All right. You think he's better? I think they're kind of the same. Jamar Chase? I think AJ Brown and DK are very similar. Yeah, yeah. Very similar style, build. very same build. Who, I couldn't tell you who's better because they're damn near the same. I put DK top 10 low-key. I see that. Respect. Probably at 10, though. Dude, that's what I said. I said at 10. I said yeah, at 10. Yeah. I said at 10. Yeah, that's it right there, this bro. Very, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this league is going to be so... What about Debo? Is he a receiver or what? As back? we keep talking about this, that's bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. These receivers are fucking insane. That's why I think this year is going to be fucking so fun to watch because you just got so much talent. A lot of good teams, too. Is Debo a true receiver though? Or is he like a running back, like a Christian he's McCaffrey? A utility, like he's a utility guy. Like I think he's one of the best weapons, like yeah. overall, like a team could use. I just think he he won't do that on another team because I just feel like San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, he's he like the perfect hits fit. hits. Yeah, that's what I think his place. Well, he was never like he never played that style in college. I think so. I think he just kind of took on that role in that offense, which also Christian McCaffrey thrives in. Yeah. The only other team I can see Debo playing that role is Carolina if he was in Cam Newton's era. Yeah, I see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he had, he had played with McCaffrey at one point, and they kind of went well. I feel like if the Niners had more of a more, more mobile quarterback like Trey Lance, actually, mm. if he was good, like starting. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, he's a third-string quarterback right bro, now. Let's be real. Strays. But yeah, if they had Trey Lance probably starting, and if he was good, that would be a scary offense. It would be a crazy offense. Which Brock Purdy is not mobile. We could use some legs. Yeah, he could. Sam Darnold, Robo's gonna be not. He's not straight he's pocket passer. We're gonna catch a cramp, probably. But fuck, I mean that's gonna be tough. Who are your top five backs? We might as well get to. We might as well do it all, huh? Right. Top five backs, easy. You got easy. Yeah, bro. You got. We already talked about this, uh, Christian. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, we just did. Oh, no, my bad. 
Yeah, right. We did. Yeah, we did touch up on top five backs. I'm more forgetting top five quarterbacks. Easy. Pat Mahomes. Number one. Number one. Oh, it has to be number one. Number two. I don't know. I feel like Josh Josh Allen be overrated. Yeah, I feel like he's overrated at some point. I he's feel like good. I could put him at four or five. I think I'll put him at four or five. Yeah. I think Hertz will be two. Hertz will be two just because of his mobility. Joe Shiesty is there. Joe Shiesty at three. No, I put Joe Shiesty at two low key. Ooh. Just because, bro, he's been to the, the AFC Bowl. Championship. So has Hertz. Grip of times. Well, this is the Eagles' first time that the championship game in, in a while. Yeah. Um. So those would you three right there? I fuck. I personally fuck with Justin Herbert. He so just, maybe he I could do put it for him. me. No? I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's the prototypical quarterback. But what have they done? Almost win. Almost win. He's <laughs> <laughs> almost win. Kyle Murray. Nah, don't start that shit. Otherwise, I'm gonna put Gino on this list. <laughs> nah, you tweaking. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I think Justin probably squeaked it. Yeah, just because nobody's really like. I I don't want to put Dak in that. All right, y'all. We're gonna take a break really quick. Change out this battery on the camera, and we'll be right back. All right. All right, everybody, we're back. We are going to have to end the episode here, unfortunately, due to some visual issues with the camera. It was shooting in slow motion <laughs> the whole fucking time. But uh, you will be hearing this episode on Spotify and Apple and Podbean. It won't be up just yet on YouTube. So unfortunately, for the people on YouTube, are going to have to wait until episode four. We're going to fix the shutter speed, fix the quality again. We had the quality set and everything on settings, but just one minor mistake. Uh, unfortunately, we we're going to have to just end it there. And then we're just going to fix it, come back for episode better and stronger. And then hopefully you guys enjoy the visuals. And that way we can get your guys' feedback and get some, be able to uh, interact with you guys more. But we're going to end it there. Andrew uh, switched spots with Isaiah. And uh, we've been doing the verse of the week. On every episode, so Andrew's gonna take over the verse of the week today. What you got, brother? All right, from Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Oof, that's touching right there. For those who are in this this walk of faith or trying to better themselves with life, that you just started this path to God, and you're doing this and you don't really see change, you're still like, why does it like my life change on the voting? Basically, like, if you really want to find God and, like, have God in your life, you got to do it with 100% intention, with all your heart and, like, a full passion, develop a discipline. It kind of correlates with a past uh, verse from last week as well. So if you're in that position where you're kind of just stuck or, like, why you don't feel happy or you're stuck in that same hole, just know you got to find that full passion, the full passion in your heart to go ahead and see God and that way you guys can develop your life as well, develop a better relationship. And that's all we got for episode three. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll catch you guys on the next time. Peace.